my binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Today is our first Patreon-sponsored episode. The first time it's been directly uh, manipulated, if you will, by outside forces. Maha got to pick what monster we did for $25. And he picked his younger brother. Whoa! (laughs) I kid, I kid. So first we should start with uh, the message that he got to make. All right, you get a shout out. Shefton. Let me let me pull it up. Hold on. It's, that works so perfectly. Okay, here I go. Daniel, a.k.a. Maha here, plugging my social media, where you can find me posting miniature painting photos and other art stuff. I'm on Twitter, at Daniel Maha, uh, spelled phonetically, D-A-N-I-E-L-M-A-J-A, and on Instagram, at Maha Raccoon, M-A-J-A-R-A-C-C-O-O-N. If people show interest, I may even produce and sell cryptid pins and or stickers. I got them Suchinoko ones. Yeah, he did make Suchinoko stickers. They're pretty cool. And I just saw that we have emotes on our Discord because... Oh, yeah. Because you're barely there. I'm hardly there. Yeah, we got the Kappa Bro. We got the Menacing. We have a Squid Man. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) That one was from uh, Jeremy. Yep. Epic Venture himself. And yeah, we got the Suchinoko one on there as well. So... Maha picked a really good monster for us. Yeah, and he's been trying to get us to do this from you know it day is, one. It has lost so many votes. Like it's gotten so close. <laughs> it's lost so many votes. So before we talk about this, I have to give a a swong primer. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Or as um there's a chapter in Suchinok or Suchinok, uh Chubacaba Road Trip that I've been listening to. Um the chapter is talking about um a a war in the Philippines. I see. And the guy reading the book pronounces it ass wang. Oh, (laughs) and it makes me so happy. A swang is a catch all term for various monsters in Filipino folklore. Oh, so it's like goblin in the rest of the world. Yeah. It's just, I see the types of a swang are witches, vampires, ghouls, shapeshifters, werebeast, and viscera suckers like today's topic, the Mananangal. Wow. I do have a fun fact about the, about the word aswang. Really? It uh, comes from the Sanskrit word asura. Wow. Which means demon. Yeah. That's remarkable. Woo. Whoa. Wow. That one right too. <laughs> wow. A lot of action you can't see here. I oh. threw an index card in a different direction, but it just fucking boomeranged towards Shefton. Yep. It went right at me. Predetermined. Perhaps. So, as I said, today's topic Mananangal. Another monster from the Philippines. Yep. This is what, the third we've covered? Fourth? Fifth. Really? Wow, okay. Got this, the Wok Wok, the Capra. Oh, I forgot about Wok Wok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the fourth, because we got the, the horse boy. Yes. Along. With the hat. The cap. <laughs> <laughs> the bowler hat and the cigar. Dude. Yeah. Capra, the Wok Wok. I think this is number four. Okay. So Mananangal means one who separates itself from the Tagalog word... Tangal, i probably way wrong, um, which means to remove or to separate. Sometimes referred to as the tick-tick, because that's the sound it makes when flying, just like the walk-walk. Makes sense. It's habitat, the Philippines. <laughs> it's all a thousand plus islands. 
it pretty much it goes by different names wow sometimes yeah but pretty much all of them <laughs> so it's described as being a hideous scary and usually female <laughs> usually uh an older beautiful woman until she separates her torso from her legs and soars into the night on large bat-like wings large membranous right. wings but what what about the legs? They just keep on. Just, they, no, they just stand there. Just Disney Pixar. They onward, just, just stand. <laughs> we there. got 24 hours to get this torso reattached. <laughs> she usually finds like a clearing in the woods and just like <laughs> leaves her legs behind. Was there like, is this like the cultural answer to like, uh, like a, some sort of dismemberment phenomena or just pee? They were finding legs just standing in the woods uh, that they did find a bunch of <laughs> dismembered corpses. And like, it's this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and just somebody, some pranksters going around planting skeletonized legs just upright and just it's gonna blow somebody's mind. It's like a ghost is walking. <laughs> just where's the upper torso, dude? I don't know. They won't know. It'll freak them out. <laughs> so the Manana Nungal, Manana Nungal uses the cover of night to hunt its prey. Uh it's you its prey is a uh, sleeping pregnant women. Good. So that's a two for one meal. Eating two for one. It uses its proboscis, its proboscis-like tongue to suck the hearts of fetuses out of pregnant women. Wow. Wow. But if they can't find their favored prey, they will settle for the blood of any sleeping person. (laughs) Wow. As the torso flies off into the night, it leaves its lower body behind, kind of just standing there. It's like an early warning. It's a ward, you know, so they got vision wherever they left it. Oh, but they don't vote. Uh, blup, blup, blup. Uh, another of its targets are newlyweds or young couples in love. So basically, it's running the gamut here. Uh, because it was once left at the altar. That makes sense. Just like it leaves its legs at the yep, ground. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> its former groom is one of its first targets. After finding a suitable target, it lands on the roof of the house and shoves its proboscis through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Just full on, just tongue through the ceiling. Yep. Terminator 2. Wow. Exactly. Knife yeah. stabbing weapons. That scared me so much as a kid. The only time I ever liked a cop. T-1000? <laughs> yeah. That's the only cop you Robert like. Patrick. Uh-huh. Not Judge Dredd? Uh, he's a judge, though. That's above cop. He is the law. Imagine like just in a future where like Fine, oh, not demolition man. I'll admit I haven't seen that. You've seen Judge Dredd? I don't know. Wait, what's no, have you I'm seen the Stallone Judge Dredd? Man. Oh, no, see that's a good movie. Oh, what am I? I wish Encino Man were a cop. That'd be fun. Encino Cop. Oh man, why didn't they make that sequel? You know what? Brendan Fraser's back. He's acting again. Let's get him on it, dude. Wait a minute. No, wait. Which is, uh, I, there's too many man movies. I've seen that one. What is the caveman? Man. Yes. Yeah, that's Encino Man. Yes. Okay. What's the other man? Never mind. I don't Demolition know. Demolition Man is the re- is a reverse Encino Man. No, it's a, it's an Encino it's Man. It's Encino oh, man, man, but like he's from the present. He's from. And he goes to the future. The hell 90s. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this Robert De Niro? No. no. What am I? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm Sylvester Stallone. Can you imagine if De Niro had been in Demolition what Man? It'd be I a very in? different movie, but it'd also be really cool. Yeah. You should see Demolition Man. That's the long and short of that. Well, I'll, yeah. Like Sting re-recorded the police's hit song Demolition Man for this movie. But the reason I asked Sting you. Sting is a cop, though. I mean, he's, he's not. He's a CIA but, tool. Yes, he is. His brother is. It's proven. Really? Okay, uh-huh. see, I'm. 
I'm so skeptical of this. No, it, but it's I'm a in, long, I'm really inclined weird, to believe you, Alan. I will plug it eventually. And now I got to. I got to. So find I don't out. derail because I actually want to know about this proboscis tongue going through the roof. I know that was a hard segue. T one thousand. Sorry, it it's no, it's good. But the reason I asked you after asking you if you've seen Demolition Man to have seen you seen Judge anything. Dredd is because they're almost the same movie. Yeah, they are. The, like the Stallone Judge Dredd is basically the same. They have movie like as half Man. of the same actors. Wow. The only thing Judge Dredd is missing is uh, like Wesley Snipes. Wait, yeah, it was Dredd Judge. I don't. I didn't see that. No, either. Dredd is a different Judge Dredd movie. Okay, then I have not. It's a much seen better one, but for it different is reasons. either of those. Now I'm just so more. which I don't know which one. It has another tactic. At other times, it seduces men with her beauty and lures them into a private place, and then gives them the bad suck. Whoa! <laughs> Is that accompanied by dropping your half your torso? <laughs> right. It's like going going to cop a feel, and then uh, you know, there's just tongue. nothing. There's just nothing down there. Oh no! That's the uh, you know you can't grab him by something that's not there, Garrett. She, it's like the opposite of three kids in a trench coat. It's like one person, <laughs> one person in a long like dress, half a yeah. person in a dress. I think it's usually it's like a balloon in a dress. It's like what it is. It's like a balloon for a head holding up the dress. You tie a balloon to a coat hanger and hang the dress on the on the hanger. Uh, they usually eat the heart, stomach, or liver of their target. So was there like a dismemberment craze going on? <laughs> well. Now I got uh, some pets. keep walk walk as pets, you know, wow. from episode 66 yeah, walk, walk I, this way. I love coming soon. <laughs> Never. You know, it's super weird. It feels like we did that episode like a little, just a tiny bit ago. No, I know that feels like forever. Really? On my yeah. brain. I'm broken then. That feels <laughs> like forever. That was episode 66 and this is 92. No, wow. I just, I just know because of all the broken. <laughs> uh, sprinkling salt, garlic or ash on top of the standing torso prevents the flying torso from rejoining <laughs> and so then, then it will die at the legs. sunrise. Oh okay. oh, okay. Oh, so it's Kono Dio. Die. It dies at the, uh, you know, dies in sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Like a vampire. No, like Dio. Okay. Dio yeah. invented that cannon. All right. <laughs> Bloop. Where am I? Uh, we got the cool thing where they can't reattach. Uh, they sleep all day. Also, they party uh, all night by bro. throwing their by throwing their arms over a tree ban- branch and just hanging there, <laughs> like Dio. Uh, they also they cover their face with their hair when they're hanging in a tree. Oh, nice, dude, Sadako style. Uh, others live in isolated huts deep in the forest. However, most Menanangal reside in normal human communities. <laughs> oh no, they live among us and even get married. At least they finally find love, I guess. We have two origin stories. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Lay it on me. Okay. One account says that a black chick is living inside of Nanangal. Wait. Uh, uh, sorry. Like literally a chick, not like a black woman. <laughs> yes. Not, you know, Foxy Cleopatra. A black chick, not a black chick. Okay. All right. Cree Summers is not hanging out inside the Nanangal. I mean... Oddly enough, though, when you know, whenever the Filipino cartoon about monsters comes out, I it's imagine she'll be doing the voice. So this is a so it's just this super fancy exoskeleton for this chicken. <laughs> ka-chunk, ka-chunk. It's not really clock. The chick, the chick may be passed from one person onto another, usually a relative, by swallowing it when the Manonangal is too weak to feed. The chick is said to live in the pit of the creature's stomach. Wow. Just vomited up a chicken for someone. Is there any, is there like cultural the significance to this? <laughs> I don't know. 
So you vore a chicken and then you get to become the cool Mananangal. So a Mananangal usually starts out as a regular human, but the chick that is passed on to her devours her own entrails while keeping her alive. Nice. Very nice. Because of this, the person begins to crave the flesh Crave the flesh of humans and eventually transforms into the hideous man-eating creature. Wow, it's just an empty sack with a with a chicken inside. The other origin uh, it involves a ritual involving a special chant, oil, and the egg of a black chicken. Mm. Mm. A person would rub the ritual oil on their skin while reciting the chant. Finally, they must keep the egg in their armpit until it disappears. During the day, the Mananangal that live among humans scope out their victims. Wow, just case in the joint. So it so this this lore isn't specifically about transferring this chicken parasite from host to host, which is interesting to me. Like I would think that would be, I don't know. I don't know what's up with the evil chi- the black chicken, but I'd be like the one like <laughs> fly keep it under your armpit until it just disappears, just Penn and Teller style. Like, ooh, I palmed the egg. Imagine having pits so gnarly, you just full-on eat an egg. <laughs> just, yeah, dude, my armpit was hungry, and it just, just disappeared into nothing. Yeah, I was, I'm going to be honest. I did not see chicken being the origin. So, I got some sightings. Really? At least I think I do, if I can fucking find it. Okay. The following is an excerpt from Dajal, a Filipino who currently who is currently a manager at b <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jolly Bee, and I was going to be very uh, excited. Yeah, that I, would have just instant street cred. At this place in Indonesia. Oh, okay. I had a real experience of seeing this monster. I was a young boy at the time. Our house was in a small barrio with only few neighbors. Now hold on, with only few neighbors and surrounded surrounded with trees. The wife of our neighbor was pregnant at that time. Oh no! And their house was a small hut with windows that can't be closed, which simply means ah. Uh, I got an email and it's blocking my text, <laughs> which simply yeah, means no, that was part of the story. You can see the stars in their house during nighttime. It was a very noisy midnight that I could not sleep. Our neighbors, our neighbor dogs kept howling in our backyards. So I tried to check it. I slightly opened our window good enough for my eyes to see everything outside. I am fascinated because the moon was so bright and there were, and there was no dogs in our backyard. So I look at our neighbor's house and there I saw a chicken. The and it said I'm gonna I'm gonna assume this is a typo. The howling dogs instead of how long dogs. But when I looked at the window, I saw something dark floating. It was like a person floating horizontally facing our neighbor's open window. It was very I was very scared. Like laying down? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He's like supermaning. Just no legs. I was very scared because it's hard to describe that dark floating thing. Even the surrounding, even the surrounding was clear. I closed the window and went straight, went straight to bed, covering myself with my pillow and sleep again. On the next day, I talked to my friend about what happened last night. And I asked him if there was something unusual that happened in their house that night. He said he and his siblings were guarding their mother all, all the time. And they were aware of the possibilities attacks of the Oswang. He told me that he told me he, he told me had stepped some, it might be a direct transcription it of is. Broken, broken English. He told me had stepped something like a hairy tail, and then he had thrown garlic onto it, and then it suddenly disappeared. Whoa. 
I love the idea of like, yeah, like I saw this freaking ghoul outside my friend's windows. I just went to bed. The next morning I was like, dude, what's with that ghoul? And then you're like, even weirder, your friend's like, oh yeah, no, we were pretty concerned. So we were just like guarding my mom all night. No, it's like how Garrett thought he was going to die. I just accepted it. Yeah. I guess that's Garrett the case. thought World War V happened finally. Yep. We've all been waiting for. I got some others. Better have a chicken. One story is from Manny Lynn Gaspar, who contributed on Smart Parenting, her encounter with a Manonmangal while pregnant. When I was pregnant, I saw a tick-tick, also known as Manonmangal. I sprinkled the entire house with salt, and I could still see it flying, all white and scary. I, I was told by my folks in my place that it appeared to other people as well, and it sometimes takes the form of a dog. Whoa. That's why all pregnant women in our place are very watchful. Watchful of dog. Still bust through your roof, though. Just imagine. You're just like, what's that scraping on the roof? You know, you like look up, just a dog. <laughs> With proboscis-like tongue and oh, membranous God. wings. So here's one. Um, apparently, there was another Mononongal encounter that became a worldwide sensation. Uh, was an incident about a Mononongal terrorizing the slum area of Tondo in Manila. A few weeks before the 1992 Philippi- Philippine presidential election, the residents of Tondo, Manila, were terror-stricken because rumors that a Mononongal is roaming the slum vicinity. This rumor spread like wildfire. And then the presidential candidate wiped it out, and then he won in a landslide. Am I right? Here's a quote. She attacked me. I was just lucky that I was able to get free. I saw half of her body. It was naked. She had long, scraggly hair, long arms and nails, and sharp fangs. Martina Santarosa, resident of Tondo, victim of a Mononongal attack. Wow. You know, this is what uh, Bloomberg needs to do. Just unleash a Mononongal and then be like, hey, I don't know what happened, but I can solve this problem for you. So there were... Here's another quote from a person who told a news reporter. We saw it fly away from her house. Yeah. (laughs) Alfonso Bernardo, resident of Tondo. I like that's the whole story. (laughs) We saw it fly away. Was it horizontal or vertical? On Wednesday, May 13th, 1992, a group of young men together with a television crew went to confront a woman named Teresita Bernocchi. I don't know. The woman, my mouth is bad at these words. The woman rumored to be the Mananangal. At the house, they saw an old lady that tried to reason out that she was not the Mananangal, but in fact, also a victim of the creature. Oh no. She tried switch. to flip. Exactly. Yep. She showed her foot, which was missing some toes because of the attack. She's read Masters of Disaster. She knows about it. <laughs> to the end of the rumor. Okay, hold on. Okay. Uh, another thing that can kill them is um, <laughs> a tail of a stingray. Cool. Like <laughs> okay, Steve like anything, <laughs> like you know, like a mortal being. To the end of to end the rumor, reporter Cesar Soriano made the woman touch a dried tail of a stingray. The Mananangal are said to resist stingray tails. Oh, wow, nothing happened, and so the old lady was acquitted. <laughs> I'm glad. Can you imagine though, just like if, <laughs> like this is that's you know the guaranteed 100 percent proof of the paranormal, like a news crew in the Philippines is like we think we found the Mananangal. And she's like, no, it's not me. Surprise, it is me. And Just like, on camera, just, just touches the away. stingray tail, like body explodes <laughs> off of the legs and just flies oh, away. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Back to you, Tom. Right? Like, well, you know, this confirms it. So do you want to know how to kill it? No. Hey, stingray like tail, one. salt, garlic, ash, the, the sun. The Mananangals are believed to greatly detest knives, salts, ashes, garlic, holy water, 
large crustaceans and the stingray's tail. Large crustaceans. So you start lobbing coconut crabs at these bad guys, and they're just like, oh, no. Crabs. They, they also fear daggers, vinegar, onions, and spices. Wow. What is wrong with these things? <laughs> they're like, we, we fear being murdered and good food. Like that's why pregnant women crave pickles. Uh, maybe they are vinegar sponges. Maybe. Yeah, come, come get this fetus. I'm full of pickle juice. Oh man, maybe you're a nonnangal with your distaste to pickles. See, but you do do shots I, of vinegar because I love vinegar. I love the flavor of vinegar. Uh, one way of killing it is to prevent its upper half from reaching its uh, from reattaching until dawn. Uh, the lower member of the Mananangal must not be moved, not even slightly, in order for it to reattach with the upper member. So by moving its lower half to another location, it will surely kill it. Wow. Don't even have to put Just fucking push it over. It's So I mean, like, but it, like, you know, relative to like the earth or like the sun or like relative to what? Because I mean, GPS I mean, coordinate. Oh, my goodness. So All really, Mananangals I mean, are GPSs. Early GPS. You got that Mananonal. That's how they Forget. have a bunch of them trapped in government facilities to have oh, our system that makes work. Makes sense. All the Mananonal based drones. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. Follow the money. Another Checks way. <laughs> another way Checks is to out. sprinkle ashes, vinegar, salt, and spices onto its vulnerable lower half before See, it gets the chance. You make a delicious soup and you marinate the lower half in it, and then it's just like, all right, I guess I'm dead. Bye. Lastly. And said to be the most effective way of killing a Mananangal is to stab at it. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought you you just impale it repeatedly with <laughs> a pointed bamboo tail. spear? Oh wow. Okay. Not uh, even a real knife. That's so cool. a quote wooden stake end quote kills the Filipino vampire. The Southeast Asian wood kills Southeast Asian vampire. All right. I think this thing's justified. So I, I don't agree with this. Can it beat a hippo? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a tongue that can stab through roofs, and it's yeah. got legitimate supernatural powers. While I agree the hippo stands a chance, it doesn't have the poseable thumbs with which to wield any of the regular human weapons <laughs> that would kill it. Or the concept. They don't have the culinary skill to... Yeah. Yep. Unless- if it had a thumb, though, and it could wield a dagger, yeah, that would it would even fight. The only thing the Mananangal's got is it can fly. But you know what? No, I mean, like, the hippo can push it over. So it just... Yeah, but um, it wouldn't detach when it sees the hippo. Maybe. The hippo would have to get to the edge of the battlefield to attack... To be (laughs) smart enough to go knock over the body. And then it'll only die at daylight. So it's got to outrun it. It would only die once daylight appears, which means the... I mean, see, that's the thing, though, right? Is that, like, hippos are also nocturnal. So, yeah. I mean, this is just, you know, the battle think, of two nocturnal Think the Mnangal murders this hippo. It definitely yeah. wins. It's got yeah. supernatural powers. It's easy. All right. Well, that's it for the Mnangal. Oh, uh, we're going to do just an episode on a swong. So we oh. can just, like, cover all the things that it is. Uh, because <laughs> no matter what, everything that... <sighs> Mnangal in pop culture isn't referred to as Mnangal. It'd be, it's referred to as the Aswang, but so is a bunch of other different things. Yeah. Cause like tick belong would be an Aswang. Kind of. Cause it's like no. a were, it's like a were creature. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Cause this is a catch all term. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I can remember off the top of my head, that's other than the body separating. Yeah. That's a hundred percent in a swang or a Mananangal is in Grimm. Oh, I see. There is an episode where there's a Filipino cop who sees one and kind of freaks the fuck out because monsters are real. Oh, I see. And it's straight up just like it 
proboscis eats fetuses. It's like, like the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm remembering a lot of like JRPG enemies that are like not so much the separating body, but like the, you know, flying, shrieking one with wild hair. I long tongue. think in one of the ones that was um, in Under a Swong, or maybe uh, there's a pterodactyl in like Final Fantasy 14 that's called the Aswang. <laughs> it's called a Swong, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, but so we'll give you the pop culture for all of that when we do an Aswang episode. Okay. But yeah, that's it for Mananangal. Wow. I actually really like this thing. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's real cool. Thank you, Maha, for making us do this one. Yep. If you'd like to pick an episode for us to do, we have 11 slots slots left. So give us $25 on our Patreon. monster. So plug recommendations. I can go first. You're called. I got to go last. Mine is, it's on Amazon Prime. It's Max Magician and the Legend of the Rings. Oh, that's such a good Ah, one. Ah, ah. Would you pick uh, up that blue bell? Blue no, 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 no. No, we can't reveal <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's a worm. It's a yeah. fucking. It's a wild ride. Oh, man. It's a weird, bad B movie, but it's so beautiful and perfect. It's so, like, remarkably good in some ways. And it, it, we'll just put it like this. It's very obvious where all the money in this movie went. Yeah. yeah. And at least the people who made it seemed like they like making movies. That's it for mine. It's, it's worth it's on it Amazon Prime, end. Max Magician, and The Legend of the Rings. Alan, go before me. Yeah, uh, a few weeks ago, I finished reading the controversial Most Evil by, I believe, Steve Hodel. Uh, I think I've talked about it before. Yeah, this guy believes that his father, Dr. George Hodel, was the Black Dahlia Avenger the in the Philippines, the jigsaw murderer who decapitated that woman. Horrible thing. Uh, I think he, the guy in Chicago and the Zodiac, but it makes a pretty compelling case. He was the former homicide detective of LEPD for 10 years. And, you know, I just wanted it for the art history thing. It definitely proves that Duchamp and Man Ray knew all about it. Oh, this is that guy we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it, it gets, it gets wackier. Yeah, this is a whole, it, it's a whole thing. I don't mean to yeah. step on the toes of your plug, but yeah. No, no, investigating it's, it's Zodiac. Uh, I finished like reading that, the book. And yeah, like, so, so, yeah. So eventually he makes his own company at the end. And uh, the logo is basically like the whole world is covered with the, the Zodiac symbol. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you that you mentioned it because it, it does have this whole the whole Filipino thing because that's um, yeah, some of the ciphers yeah. for the for the for the 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 Zodiac letters are like old like proto Tagalog symbols. That and also he was living in the Philippines and the woman who got decapitated just like in Black Dahlia she got decapitated on Zodiac Street. And the wow. Zodiac killer claims that he was killing people so they'd be his slaves in the afterlife, and that's apparently a Filipino belief too. That's crazy, so, and but, that's, but it all adds up. It's is that it shouldn't it, but it does. And the book has been dismissed, but it's a wild ride, and I recommend it. It's like yeah. three bucks because no one wants it. There's there's definitely some weird connection. Okay, so I actually remembered what I was going to plug because uh, I saw this. Uh, there's a YouTube channel called uh, Wavy Web Surf, and they did a video about the Cybergoth uh, underpass uh, dance party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's <laughs> one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite videos ever, and it was interesting to, to kind of see the history of it and where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Where, where are they now? It, I guess I'll I, have to the, watch to The literal out. Cybergoths? Yeah. I don't know. It... The long and short of it is that they were bullied by ravers and oh. regular goths. Yep. And course. so their like subculture's been like diminishing like yep. in at increasing rates. So yeah. They would do these like IRL meetups 
and that's why it's in the middle of the day under an overpass. Yes. And it just, I thought it was staged uh, for the longest time no, because I, it's, just, I mean, it, it literally, it literally was staged. Yeah, but, but it, it's genuine. But yeah, no, it just, it, it just looks so dorky because it's in the middle of the day and they're all like clearly 15. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think they, I think they were way older than that. Uh, no, it definitely, I, I don't know. It had to be at like 630 because it was a school night. Yeah. Um, but it, <laughs> yeah, no, check it out. Check what, it out. I need wavy what? Wavy web surf. Um, is a guy that does like basically like deep dives into like just weird YouTube videos, and, like right. old, like early internet culture. Yeah, so. no, I'm into this. I'm glad there's another one for my Rolodex. Exactly. Um, but yeah, just it's, especially some of these that are kind of like mid 2000s that I'm not really very aware of things that I've seen, but didn't know the history of. So check it out. And he's got some other good videos. Um, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Silence. That was in the silence. That it is cool. Great. Though. So why don't you check out our Patreon <laughs> for a dollar for signing up? You get a sticker for a dollar. You get bonus episodes and the ability to vote on future episodes for $5. You get access to our discord server. You get new stickers or buttons whenever we get them and you get a diploma. That's the other thing. A diploma. Always the diploma. The most important part for $5. You get to te- or for twenty five dollars. You get to tell us what ep- like what to do, what monster you want. You get a message, and you get word art, uh, physical word art of your monster. Wait, is there word art up on our Twitter for this? No, one? I put. I gave it. Uh, it's in an envelope to give to Maha, okay. and then he can put it up if he wants. It's his. All right. Yeah. Okay. Should uh. Any questions or anything, hit us up on uh, Twitter or email us. It's at Feecree, F-E-A-C-R-E, or FeaturedCreaturePod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, but it doesn't get updated that much. It's Featured underscore Creatures. And remember, all I need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. It's really a chicken. (laughs) 